If you change your mind, take a chance. I'm the first in line. Honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. Take a chance, you chicken shit. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Stand the Joke Man show. Have you heard? Odds are rising. Oklahoma's going to be allowing sports betting before the end of the year. That's right. By a two-to-one margin, the Oklahoma House advanced House Bill 1027 to the Senate on Tuesday. It's going to allow tribes to add sports betting to existing gaming compacts. Why not? It's cheaper than the fucking slot machine. But wouldn't you know it? There's a group out there right now. They're fighting against this. They don't want any sports betting in Oklahoma. No sports betting in Oklahoma, they say, because 6% of Oklahomans have a gambling problem. I could give a rat's fucking ass. You're going to try to attach shame to my OU football game bet because of the jack-off who can't make rent this week because he blew his whole paycheck at the casino? Ain't my fucking fault. I don't even know the guy. Oh, let's keep big government out of their lives. Since when the fuck did you give a shit about anybody's gambling problem? Six percent? Huh. I'm guessing somebody else is covering the 13 percent of Oklahoma alcoholics, right? Yeah, that's double the gamblers, asshole. What are we doing about them? 13% of Oklahomans are chronic drunks. Double the gamblers. When I was drinking, they had it rounded up to 20%. Now there's a percentage of them that are out there cruising around looking for a good time. Oklahoma is tied with Nevada. We are tied with Las Vegas for alcohol-related deaths. In the country, Oklahoma, tied for 10 with fucking Reno. Our casinos aren't that goddamn swanky. We don't even have sports betting or chicken ranches. (laughs) Welcome to the Stand the Joke Man show, a property of Joke Man Productions, LLC, broadcasting for the Boys Room Studios. Thank you very much, Mr. Allstate guy. You certainly sound like him. If you're not him, I swear, you, you can pass for his brother. Yeah. yeah or his, his cousin or something. Are you really? Anyway, uh, thank you for that intro. That was very lovely. I would like to begin the show today here on a Friday. We're kicking off the weekend. I would like to say hello to all of our new listeners in Denver, Colorado. Thank you so much for tuning in, folks. Wow. Some history there in Denver. I do. I do. I have some Denver history. Um, I got on a train in Denver once to take through the Rockies. No shit. I took a train to Glenwood Springs. Longest 15 fucking hours of my life. OMG is correct. Now, before I get started complaining, I just want to say that the trip itself was everything we dreamed of. I mean, the train travels next to the Colorado River. You're going through the mountains. 
you're you're going literally through the mountains. I know at one point we hit a six mile long tunnel through the mountain. Oh, that was awesome. I mean, it's just an experience, really. But at the same time, it was fucking miserable. We had the worst luck in hell on that fucking trip. The rail gods took a shit on us. I'm not kidding. My wife and my kids are with me, and um, it just seemed like every fucking three miles. They had a uh, some of the rail buckle up in front of us, and they had to repair that, and then you had to wait for other trains to come up uh, the other way, you know? And that pisses me off, by the way. You're running short on fucking track, huh? Is it necessary that we have to... I understand we don't want to have a head-on with another train. I get it. But what irritates the piss out of me is I've been sitting here for an hour and a half waiting on a fucking freight train. I'm on vacation, bitch. Yeah, and it's over in seven days. We emptied the bar car, you know, all that fucking waiting on freight trains. I think people trains should have the fucking right away. So we emptied the bar car. And like I said, the train gods were against us that night because we were out in the middle of a gulch. A goddamn gulch. In the Rocky Mountains. The week of Christmas. And the fucking train broke down. Yeah. They had me in a best choice fucking Amtrak train. And they put me on the shittiest tracks they could find to run through the goddamn Rockies. And now me and my family are sitting in a boxcar for the 14th fucking hour in the middle of a goddamn gulch in the Rockies. What the fuck are y'all looking at me for? I don't have answers. Yeah, this is a first for me, too. <laughs> And it's not over. <laughs> it's not over. No, there's a part two to the fucking story. Yeah, this is. you can't make this shit up, folks, okay? I'm going to tell you part two of this story right after we dedicate a minute to Firemed's Cannabis, the family farm-to-pipe bud dispensary. Hippie kids hate getting out in the rain. Yeah, that's right. When I've got to do weed business, it's not going to be in the rain. I'm on my way to Fire Med's Cannabis, Henrietta Stillwell. Hello. I, I, I love your drive-thru. Really? I don't have to get out of the damn car. <laughs> yeah, don't let it rain on your parade anymore. Fire Med's Family Farm to Pipe Bud Dispensary. Are your pants still in the dryer, but you need weed now? Go to Leafly, L-E-A-F-L-Y dot com. Look at FireMed's entire menu. Place your order online, and they'll have it packaged, ready, and waiting on you when you get there. I didn't have to get out of the car. That's right. And the best part about FireMed's cannabis is it's a family farm to pipe. Bud Dispensary. Know what you're buying, where it's been, and where it's coming from. FireMed's cannabis. Still well. Henrietta, Oklahoma. Welcome back to the Stand the Joke Man show. Now let's continue part two of the train story here. I was on a train out of Denver on my way to Glenwood Springs, okay? 
we had stops every few miles, and it took us 14 hours to get to a gulch where the goddamn train broke down. Train broke down. Yeah. The bar car is fucking empty. We emptied it. We're cranky. We're hungover. And then wouldn't you know it? The crew on the train said, well, we've hit our limit. And, you know, by law, we've got to check out. So we all have to leave. A shuttle's coming to pick us up. No shit. The crew, the train crew. The conductor, the, 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 the engineers, and the workers, and the staff. They locked us in the goddamn train. They locked us in the fucking train and left us sitting there on the fucking tracks in the middle of this gulch in the goddamn Rocky Mountains. This is a true fucking story. Long story short, the new crew come, got us, got us into our hotel in Glenwood Springs. I think we rolled in about 1 or 2 in the morning. I made them open the bar. You're goddamn right. We're, we're going to break some laws tonight, bitches. Now, hey, Able Commission, keep your fucking panties on. This was so long ago. It was so... My kids are grown and gone, so don't start your shit, please. Anyway, what was I babbling about? Oh, yeah. Hey, Denver, thanks for listening. (laughs) The police are actually saying this shit with a straight face. Police in Oklahoma are saying, hey, if you're walking down the street and you see money on the street, don't pick it up. You're going to have fentanyl on it. (laughs) Are you fucking serious? Around here? I hate to break it to you folks, but uh, you're not going to see five people skirting a $20 bill laying on the sidewalk because it might have fentanyl on it. (laughs) No, that's delusional. Chances are they're going to be fucking fighting for it. A $20 bill might have fentanyl on it. You know what? I'll take my fucking chances. (laughs) I can't lay off the 9-volt batteries. Real quick here, I'll give you my thoughts on the uh, drone attack in Syria. It's part of the risk contractors take whenever they go over there to work on oil derricks and shit like that. And I say oil derrick because you'll remember it was a few years ago, but some Wagner forces got their asses kicked over there in Syria because they took one too many shots at that oil, that ConocoPhillips oil derrick. Special forces was guarding, American special forces in Syria. And uh, Wagner took a couple of pot shots at him and in the blink of an eye, in the blink of an eye, An F-22 Raptor come out of nowhere along with the C-130 gunships, all kinds of artillery rounds and shots from the Special Forces, and 210 Wagner forces died within five minutes. It was so, it was a massacre. Yeah, I mean, that's not counting the people who were wounded. Matter of fact, I think they said there were very few wounded because nobody got out alive. Yeah. Let me tell you something. When the United States hit back, They hit back hard. So after that Iranian drone attack, you can bet your ass the president, he ordered an airstrike. I'm sure they sent in F-22s or F-35s, and, well, they did their job. You want some more, Hezbollah? You want some more, Iran? Well, I tell you, Syria's fucked up. They got a fucked up leader. It's just one big coalition of proxy wars. It's a madhouse over there. 
yet we have business over there, I guess oil business. They don't talk about it too much, but the fact is American soldiers are used to guard these oil rigs. That's a fucking fact. It's public record. Don't take my word for it. Read yourself. On the surface, I absolutely don't like that. But I'm sure there's something the soldiers could tell us that we can't. You know, then again, they might be over there going, what the fuck are we doing here? Hmm. Call your congressman. Call your Senator Mark Wayne Mullen and ask him, how come they have American soldiers over there guarding oil rigs in Syria? Promise you this, you won't see that candy-ass Mark Wayne Mullen over there with the rifle guarding the oil rig. (laughs) All right, let's move on. Cranberries are coming out with a new album. Yeah. Remember the Cranberries headed up by Dolores Reardon? When I lived in L.A., they they had performed at the Troubadour. That was a long time ago. Um, I met her once at WBMX in Boston, a radio station. She's up there interviewing. Real quiet. <laughs> not, not a loud person at all. I think I scared the shit out of her. Story I got here out of the post is I guess they... They have some uh, new audio off the In the End album that's never been heard before by Dolores. Just for the record, a lot of people are saying that Dolores O'Riordan died of pills. I read that it wasn't pills. It was alcohol, like Amy Winehouse. Yeah, I mean, and I'm guessing. I'm not a medical examiner, but it was alcohol. She was found dead in the bathtub like Jim Morrison in Whitney Houston. What a way to go. Dead in the bathtub. I mean, at least you're clean. You're clean. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to go out, what a way to go out. Shoot up some heroin. Go in there, run you a bubble bath. Loofy your balls. You know, you you don't want itchy balls, you know, messing up your suicide. So pour yourself a little glass of wine or whiskey or something. Just go sit down there and go to sleep. Fuck yeah. Sounds like it's a trend. Is that the latest trend? Did Dolores O'Riordan, no, excuse me, Jim Morrison, no, Whitney Houston. Who else has been found dead in the bathtub? Now, Elvis was found dead in the bathroom. Yeah, face first on the floor with his tongue sticking out. Pants around his ankles. Big ass sticking in the air. So that doesn't count. Now, this is doing it right, folks. This is doing it right. Orville Redenbacher. Yeah, he was found dead in a whirlpool bath. Holy shit. That means he popped some popcorn. I guess the kind of popcorn would be important. Was it the ranch flavored or the real butter or the kettle corn? What kind was it? That's necessary. We have to know. You know, there's going to be copycat suicides after Orville Redenbacher. Anyway, Orville Redenbacher was found dead in a whirlpool bath. His skinny, scrawny ass was the whirlpool bath on. Yeah. Was he in there like a little pixie straw? Just. (laughs) Okay, that's enough of that. Anyway, apparently the Cranberries have some new Dolores O'Riordan audio. They said right before Dolores died, she had recorded a whole bunch of audio and everything, and she was like that. She was a bit of an introvert, I guess, a recluse. Excuse me. Um, Apparently, the band would get together and record all the music, go home. Everybody would leave for the day, and in the wee hours of the morning, Dolores would show up. Go into the studio and put the lyrics and the arrangement together. 
They'd come back the next morning and hear what she did. How's that for a fucking story, huh? Matter of fact, they they say that's how she auditioned for the band. Yeah. They say she showed up in a pair of sweats with a Casio keyboard under her arm when she auditioned for the Cranberries. They said she sat down in the guy's living room and started singing for him, and they went, hey, she's pretty damn good. So they give her a demo tape, and they said, this is our music. Give it a listen and come back next week. So Dolores took her keyboard. She took their demo tape. They didn't see her again for seven or eight more days, and she showed up. Sat down for him again, this time with the music. And for the first time, they got to hear their own song sung by her. It was a song that eventually went on to be a top ten hit. Cranberries Linger. from Dolores coming in, I guess off the In the End album that was released a few years ago. That's the business. Look, I'm going to buy it when it comes out. I don't have a release date on it yet, but I'm going to buy it. Yeah. Not because I met Dolores O'Riordan. Yeah, because I met Dolores (laughs) O'Riordan. You know what I find particularly interesting? People that were cut from the same cloth. People who are cut from the same cloth, and when I say that, people who are on the same wavelength, they speak the same language, their lives pretty much coincide, they have similar everything. And when people have a lot of things in common, a lot of times you get the exact same kind of fucking behavior. Now, I'm not a psychiatrist, let's get that right. But I am fucking nuts. Make no mistake about that, folks. Especially after the coma. Yeah, coma will wake your ass up to some reality and change your behavior dramatically. Anyway, what was I babbling about? Similarities between people. Now, Vladimir Putin has been declared a criminal, a war criminal by the ICC. That's the International Criminal Court, folks. Vladimir Putin will be put on trial for all the innocent people he ordered murdered in Ukraine, including children, women too. There's evidence of it for the entire world to see. I mean, well, that is the people who decide to take their goddamn blinders off. Now, Russia has made it very clear. Hey, ICC, NATO, anybody, if you dare 
arrests Vladimir Putin if he leaves this country, that is a declaration of war. That's coming from Russia, folks. If we dare arrest Vladimir Putin, it's a declaration of war. Vladimir Putin feels he's above the law. In the same breath, Donald Trump just posted disturbing photos threatening a district attorney with death and destruction if he dares upholds the law. If he dares upholds the law and charges the former president, spoiled brat shit-ass blue blood Donnie is promising him death, destruction. Just like Vladimir Poontang. Just another spoiled fucking coward. Boy, they talk a real big game when they're surrounded by attorneys and armies, don't they? Goddamn pussies. All of you. You will be held accountable, you fucking fat fucking Cheeto. You broke the goddamn law, and you're not above it, shit ass. You're going to fucking prison, boy. Especially for those classified documents you showed off to all your girlfriends in Saudi Arabia. You betrayed this country, boy, for profit and to show your fat fucking ass. You better hit the golf course because you're on borrowed time free, boy. You're going to prison, Donald Trump, where you fucking belong. You're the most dishonorable motherfucker this country has ever had as a president. leave you today with an alien story hell yeah we got to talk more there's alien news that's right matter of fact i'm gonna have to make an opener for a breaking alien news shit is showing up around here more and more huh yeah i love it look you got to be an idiot to think there isn't more life out there okay of course there's more life out there you believe in god don't you i believe in god look at the stars Look at the interstellar galaxies and the universe in and of itself. You're looking at God Almighty. God's in and around us all the time. One big being. We are all one. You know where hell is? Right here. Oh, you bet. There's demons walking around us right now. Sorry, I'm not Ed and Lorraine Warren, but I'm just telling you what I believe. There's demons around us right now, and when the rapture comes, all those demons that are on another plane of existence are going to be allowed to be on this plane of existence. Yeah, and if you're not a good boy, well, you get to stay here and live with them. (laughs) Yeah, if you're Tom Cruise, you get to run off in the old L. Ron Hubbard spacecraft and fly to wherever the fuck, I don't know. You know, we do our best, don't we? I think everybody's got a little bit of it right. A prominent Harvard physicist by the name of Abby Loeb. Abby Loeb, that's the name of the physicist out of Harvard. I think his original maiden name was Normal, Abby Normal. (laughs) I'm sorry. Anyway, um, he announced he's organizing a $1.5 million mission to Papua New Guinea. I got listeners down there. Hey, Papua New Guinea, how y'all doing? Um... They're saying that that meteor that hit down there recently, Avi Loeb says 
that meteorite isn't your typical run-of-the-mill meteorite. He believes it's an alien probe. No shit. An alien probe crashed in somewhere near, you know, Papua New Guinea. Hey, Papua New Guinea, you got some incredible beaches down there. So if you're out on the beach, you might want to check your ass for any anal probes. Because apparently there's meteorites hitting down there that are actually alien probes. And you want to make sure, look, all that sand in your navel and the crack of your butt, those could be alien probes. Wash it out of there. Yeah, run in the water. This is an alert. You have an alien probe up your ass. Everybody run in the water and wash it out. There you go. All right. (laughs) Hopefully I didn't start a panic. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for the Stand the Joke Man show. This is a product of Joke Man Productions, LLC, broadcasting from the Boys Room Studios here in Henrietta, America, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at high noon on Amazon, Apple, Pandora, and Spotify. I'm going to be back Monday, hippies. Y'all, have a nice weekend. Make what you can out of the fucking rain, and I'll see you then, high noon, Monday. Until then, adios, mi amigos. Bye, adios.